Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 15 Minutes Podcast, a space where you can pause, rest, and be reminded of what is important in only 15 minutes. I'm Emily Rusli Budiman, and it is my joy to host this faith-filled 15-minute-long podcast, which has a brand new episode every Wednesday. And if you haven't already, the best way to stay tuned for future episodes is to click that follow or subscribe button for free on your podcast platform so that you will be notified when a new episode is released. And this is truly an invitation from me. If you are willing, you can share this episode on social media, or if you want to take a step further, you can also leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are consuming this content, as it will help increase visibility of this story of hope and encouragement everywhere. Well, I hope you are blessed by a glimpse of Teresa's story in the last episode. Today, she is going deeper into the trenches of servant leadership, where conflict, tension, and mistakes do happen. She shared about how her relationship with God looked like during this hard time, because leaders are not exempt from challenges, which is why the title of today's episode is Leading Amidst Challenges. And so whatever capacity you are leading at the moment, a student, a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, or a corporate executive. I hope this story brings a dose of perspective that God is calling you to be a leader, filling in a role that only you, yes, you, can uniquely do with a purpose, to serve others and make His name known. So pop in those earbuds, reheat your coffee, and remember, yes, life is busy but there's always a space to recharge and be reminded of what is truly important. I encourage you to enter that space, even if it only takes 15 minutes of your day. Well, Cherise, welcome back to the 15 Minutes Podcast. So good to have you back here. Pastor Craig Groeschel said that people would rather follow a leader who is real than those who are always right. So I'm curious, could you share a time or two in your life when you made a mistake in your leadership? Mm, Yeah, that's actually a tough question because when consulting, you're taught in certain ways of doing things. And I think that carries you as part of your character. So I I was molded to be very disciplined, um, had a lot of grit in it. And um, I think one of the example of mistakes that I had was when I tried to impose my standards on people and Oftentimes, at first, it can feel like a noble thing to do to have a high standard on our work, but sometimes it comes um, from a pedestal as opposed to kind of putting yourself at the level of other people. And I think what God reminds me at that moment is that, is that coming from the place of humility of serving others? Or is that coming from you thinking that you're better than other people? And that's, that's humbling. Like I work a lot with um, creative people and I think coming from a place where it's very structured it can be uncomfortable to work, to work with creative people that might be less structured than the way I think. But I think over time, it helps me to realize that the creativity that comes from that balance with what I'm offering from the structure perspective, these are actually the moments where great things can happen when you have this friction, when you have this different um, mindsets coming together. So I think it helps me to appreciate and to really um, work with others that may not have the same standard as I do. Mm, I'm glad that you mentioned the word tension because as a leader, it seems like we're always faced with tension, a tension between truth and grace, even as an individual. 
um, a tension between practical implementation and strategy, between agility and consistency, fear and courage. So how have you experienced the gain or the benefit of servant leadership during this time of tension? Yeah, that question is perfect for this year, especially or the past two years, right? I think the past two years, we all know that we cannot really control every outcome possible. And the tension means that you're growing. I think there's only a few things in this world that can go according to plan uh, with the pandemic that we've experiencing now. But it challenges us to put our hope in the things that we don't think we can control. So what I mean by that is that doesn't mean that we're stopping to try or we stop trying, but it's in the opposite. There's opportunities that I think God is unveiling in the season. So when I hear about tension this year, I've witnessed that um, uh, my plans was disrupted midway or early in the year that I had to stop working for a few months. It felt like when we talk about goals, right? I think it's normal for humans to have, you know, if my goal was to be promoted or do great work or earn more money, at the end of the day, these are just numbers and metrics. And I could get easily disappointed by the waste of time that I spend not doing work, not doing quote unquote productive things with my career. But if I think about the perspective of in this time, what did I do to actually benefit others? I think if we come back to the servanthood leadership, I had to connect with so many people during this downtime. And I felt like, you know, I was able to use this time that's beyond my expectation. And what people thought as a waste of time, actually for me has been amazing. I've been able to connect with others professionally, physically, emotionally, in the way that I could never have done if I had a full-time work and not able to connect with others. So I think we're a leader wherever we are at this moment, um, and we don't have to wait until we're a manager, a team leader, but how do we use this time to serve others and bring value to people's life? And I think that's what's most important in this time of tension. That's so great. And it's so important for the listeners to hear that. Um, I want to go back to your point about God turning your trenches, mess, and tension into something beautiful, not just for yourself, but also for other people around you. And I think that's what I love about you. I feel like you never run out of ideas to make someone's life better. So how was your relationship with God during the downtime, during the unanswered prayer, the mistake? And how did God answer your questions or become the answer to your questions? Mm, yeah. I think the first reaction had always been like, am I a good enough leader or am I doing the right thing? Or uh, is this where, where God wants me to be going? I think over the time of devotion, God reminds me that oftentimes it's not things that you are trying to control that becomes reality. And, and sometimes you just have to go through the process, not necessarily seeing it as a mistake that is irreversible but it's something that builds your character, that builds your leadership in the next moments where you experience that same mistake. So I do feel that there's tremendous weight from your shoulders lifted from that moment where God says that it is okay to make mistakes because it's part of the process. And I think the most important thing is to make amends with those mistakes with the person that you're doing it with, but also with God and with yourself. Because I think from that moment of, I like when you said earlier that you know, great leaders, not always right, and, but they're always real. So I think coming from that experience of being able to be real in that moment and take ownership of what you've done, 
uh, and at the same time use that as a learning opportunity for for us to be better in the future. So I, it definitely is a push and pull. And I think my devotion time and I think there's there's so much time where I just like cried to God because like it felt like, you know, no one would understand. But I think only God that God's grace reminds you that your mistakes are never final and that you can recover from that. Amen. Well, it's a new year and we all want to be better leaders, myself included. So if you are sitting across from another leader or someone who needs to step into their own leadership, what would you say to them? How would you encourage them? This is unpopular opinion, but trusting the process and be obedient in this season. I feel like there's a lot of pressure these days to deliver and to share the outcomes, but oftentimes we fail to share the process and where we get there. Um, and I think what I want to tell them is that don't skip ahead because there's meaning in the season and the journey that you are now in, whether you're in the mountaintops or in the valley, God is creating you to be a lasting leader and it takes process to get there. You're not going to be the one-time wonder, but you're going to be a lasting leader and God is preparing you towards that through this moment that might be painful um, to go through. All right. So we know that leadership is influence. And in order to influence someone, one must be influenced by someone or something else. I'm curious, what resources, books, podcasts, worship music, would you want to recommend to people today? Proverbs actually has 31 verses. And, you know, every now and then I do this at a full month, every day I read one proverb, like every verse that is associated with that day. And it sounds like, well, is that really leadership um, advice there? But it definitely helps me with just uncovering daily lives and becoming that kind of guidance for me as, as I navigate my work, navigate my ministry and my social. So definitely encourage people to check out Proverbs. I'm also inspired a lot by Craig Rochelle podcast, um, where it's good to hear from other people who have gone before us. And I think it's always awesome to hear it from different perspectives. I've been listening a lot to tribal music by Maverick City. I think if anyone, it's been a great kind of, I always think of songs as a soundtrack for my moment. And I think the past couple of months, I've been listening a lot to that album. So it, it's, it's been awesome to, to have that. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that we got to cover a lot of topics within this two 15-minute episodes. Obviously, there's more to your story that I would just encourage people to reach out to you directly. How can people find you on social media? On social media, I usually post mostly personal stuff on my Instagram, Cherubero. And on LinkedIn, I love to connect with new people and find ways to collaborate to help others and each other. All right. Well, Cherise, thank you for being here once again. Thank you for saying yes to share your story. I'm sure that it will bless other people. I'm sure it will encourage them and um, allow them to grow in their leadership and step into that and own that. So what final word of encouragement would you want to leave with the listeners today? This is a new year in 2022. And some of us had a great year or not so great one last year. So I want to tell everyone, myself included, that today is a new day to start fresh. So don't look back at our failures or successes because oftentimes any of them can derail our plan and felt like we're either living in the past or we couldn't 
get over what we failed in, it's always good to remind ourselves that God is planning for something great in our life. And regardless what I might be feeling right now, I know that he has a perfect plan and those plans will build our future. Uh, when we put our hope in a foundation that's as strong as Jesus, whatever we're going through, we won't be forsaken. And that is his promise. God is with us. And whatever tribulation or challenge that we're facing, look at where you are now. If it weren't for God, you won't be here today. So I think part of that is reminding ourselves, call to mind his goodness and remind ourselves that we are where we are today because God has provided. And it helps us to bring peace to our situation and speak life into what we're facing right now because at the end of the day, we know that whatever we're facing, they're all created to build our character and the year down the line, after we all go through all the pandemic and everything else is over, we know that part of this is part of the process where God wants us to grow up and grow mature in Him and put our hope in Him alone. I am so encouraged by what Cherise said about process as something that you have to go through, not necessarily seeing it as a mistake that is irreversible, but something that builds your character and leadership. Maybe you are in the middle of that process right now. Let's pause and remember, God is still at work. Maybe this is a good time to stop scrolling on social media and look around for opportunities to serve others around you. Maybe start with something as small as checking meeting minutes or offering to prepare a presentation for someone else. You are a leader and you are called to serve other people well. Thanks again for tuning into the 15 Minutes Podcast. I've linked up a few resources mentioned in the show notes down below so you can check those out if you're interested. And we will be back next week with a brand new conversation. So be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button to stay tuned. Until next time, friends, remember, yes, life is busy, but there's always a space to recharge and be reminded of what is truly important. I encourage you to enter that space, even if it only takes 15 minutes of your day.